right, so I'm joined by Esther Bennett, who is a member of the Partyverse, of course, someone we've been meaning to chat with here on the Multipod for a little while, and uh, the timing felt right where we're talking now, which is towards the end of August of 2023. We're getting back into doing the Multipod and picking up with a few more episodes, so we're starting off with Esther, and it's nice to have you here. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. Very nice to be here. Yeah. Have you um, listened to a few episodes of the show before? Again, we haven't done a lot for the past little while, but there's a lot yeah. of episodes. I know. I think I've listened to one episode, something like that. Not very, not very much. I do listen to podcasts, but uh, I don't have this one yet in my uh, um, mm-hmm. list. And probably if you say it wasn't there for a while, then it's always, uh, it would be to the bottom and then uh, it disappears from mind. So it's a good thing you're starting up again. That's good. Yeah. Is there a particular app that you use to listen to podcasts that you prefer? Yeah, I like the Apple Podcasts uh, most. Uh, Spotify, yeah. I don't like that uh, uh, it continues playing. So when an episode mm. episode is finished, it doesn't stop unless it's last episode, of course. But yeah, I like okay. uh, the Apple Podcast because it's uh, episode for episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's good. I like to recommend ones called Overcast, which pulls from the Apple feed. Uh, but it's. I found it. The user interface was a little clear. You can kind of organize your shows a bit more into playlists and active shows okay. and stuff like that. Yeah. So where are we talking to you from today? Where are you? Yeah, I'm in the Netherlands, so that's yeah. probably uh, close enough uh, for a lot of listeners uh, and for the um, people who know a little bit about the Netherlands. I'm living between the Hague and Rotterdam, so it's oh. yeah in the middle of the Netherlands, more or less a little. Little to the bottom, but yeah. Okay. I have been there a long time ago. I went to a Model United Nations conference in The Hague, okay. um, which would have been January of 1998 on a school trip. It was a high school trip and my first time in Europe. Okay. So, uh, yeah, which was, you know, one of those life-changing kind of experiences, right? It's something of that level. Um, so, yeah, I remember, I remember we flew to Amsterdam and then we took the train to The Hague. And yeah. most of the time, of course, we spent there and in the city, but uh, yeah, I, I certainly remember the, the countryside and, and the area a fair bit. It has changed a little bit over there, mm. mainly more houses. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Have you always been there in that area? No, I grew up near Amsterdam in a place called Haarlem. Okay. And then I moved to Delft when I went to university there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after that, I lived actually in The Hague or it was an outer area of The Hague for a couple of years. And then we moved to um, a place near Utrecht. And then like five years ago, we moved back to this area. And now we're okay. in, it's called Pijnakker. It's a little village near uh, between The Hague and Rotterdam. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So. Yeah, I'm looking at a map here a little bit. I mean, <laughs> it's crazy how close, of course, everything is. Like to me, Delft, Delft is like a suburb of The Hague, but I know it's kind of a distinct town, right? It's the, yeah, you know. it's it's a, it's. Uh, <laughs> we consider it a completely different town, but Good. not not really because, like in, they're talking about the Rotterdam The Hague area, but it's they're actually, I think there may be like four or five different. Um, Areas that are that are run independently from each other. So okay. yeah. So that yeah, means we live small. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just it. So is there a bit of a gap between you know towns and cities, like nature, forests, and things like that, or is it really all just one big urban setting? 
there's a little bit of green in between, but it's not. Uh, mm. It feels it feels a lot if you bike. <laughs> we bike a lot, so <laughs> yeah. yeah. But if you go by car, it's it, it's more or less houses with some gaps in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from yeah, that's something I'd love to do is a bike trip around Netherlands and, and Belgium in that area. Yeah, someday. It's a good a good good area to bike. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so how long have you been in the Puttyverse? Uh, I started last November, so not even a year. Three okay. quarters of a year, yeah. Yeah. How did you find out about the group? I think I knew about it for some time uh, because one of my friends, Tara, I think okay. a lot of people who have been in Puttyverse for a while uh, might have met her yeah. online uh, somewhere. Uh, she, she's like a long... Actually, her mother was friends with my father, and then we met like years ago. She she had told about it, but it didn't really stick with me then. And then uh, I think I discovered or considered myself a multi-pot, multi-passionate since 2020, maybe something mm-hmm. like that. I think 2020. So then, when it yeah, I I read several books, also the book Emily wrote, and then yeah. Then one time uh, last November, the, I saw the post that they were opening up again. And then I figured, right. yeah, let's join and see for a year if this is uh, something I like <laughs> and or, yeah. or not. And uh, So what's it been like so far? Are you involved in a few uh, you know groups and activities and things? Yeah. In the beginning, I was very much involved. And then I have paused for a while and now I'm gradually um, going back, but in a, in a less intense uh, level. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And are there particular groups or topics maybe that you like participating in, talking about? Yeah, entrepreneurship is my favorite. Mm-hmm. I also dip in sometimes in the, in the spirituality, the, the astrology uh, scene, but it, I'm not really into astrology, I've discovered, so... Uh, I think uh, I might not join it again. I'm not sure. Uh, I like the people, but I don't really uh, <laughs> uh, reach charge or do a lot of with it. Yeah, I, I just watch what's going on. And if it matches my agenda and topic that appeals to me, then I then I join uh, the, the live meetings. Uh, and yeah. the forum is more for me, more or less the same. So... I look at the topic, see if I feel a pull to react or to read it, and then I do it. So it's very, yeah, spontaneous. Spontaneous, yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, is it, it's like, I mean, without knowing the term, is multipotentiality uh, something that you probably would have identified or recognized in yourself maybe when you were young or growing up and things like that, like looking back? Yeah, looking back, like I did a lot of different things, uh, not really simultaneously, but like in sports, I uh, tried swimming, then I tried gymnastics, then I tried uh, actually mental sport chess, and I then athletics. So I had a lot of different um, interests. I read a, I read a lot of different kind of books and a lot of books. More later in life, when I was at work, I really liked having like two projects simultaneously. So, hmm. but I don't consider myself an ultimate multipod, I think. it's. Uh, I like a lot of different things. I have a lot of different interests, but 
if I see some people, uh, what they all do and like and try, then I think, well, I'm just a, a really mellow multiple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, that's interesting. I, I feel in a sense, we have to kind of pace ourselves, you know, to try to get the most out of the things that we're trying, you know, but uh, yeah, so everyone has to go about it at their own pace and yeah. some people are really busy and, and others, you know, do one or two things at a time. So has it been, um, you know, the, the usual challenges that we all have and finding a career and what you want to do with your life and so on? Like, has that been a challenge for you? Yes and no and yes. So it's, it's, <laughs> it's changes. Um, when I first started working, like, I just, someone said, oh, maybe you should go there. And I did it. So that was like the really... Someone said something, I figured this is nice, but I always think this is nice. Or then I did always <laughs> think this was nice. Mm -hmm. So I did a lot of different, I didn't have a lot of jobs, but I just tried something that came my way. Hmm. So it was actually kind of easy. And then in 2018, I started with personal development and trying to make more conscious choices, uh, what to do with my life and my job. And then it became actually more difficult for a while because I started as an entrepreneur as well. And then a lot of business coaches, they say, you have to focus on one thing. So, mm -hmm. well, of course, that didn't really fit me. <laughs> so that became a struggle. And then in 2020, I uh, discovered about, uh, I think it started with book, You Can Be Everything, something like that. Like Emily's book? How no, to be it's everything? not Emily's book. Okay. It's, um, I forgot her name. Well, if we find it, we'll put it in our links here in our yeah. notes. Yeah, and then I figured, oh, I don't have, have to choose. And then, of course, I found the book Refuse to Choose as well. So then I read yeah. a, a little bit of those books. And then I figured, oh, maybe I should just try different things at the same time. But being an entrepreneur, that's also kind of hard if you have a lot of different things to um, promote. Yeah. So it didn't... It felt easier, but it didn't really become easier to uh, know what I'm doing. And yeah, just looking what I like to do and who I really am and what I like to do instead of what a lot of other people say you have to do, that brings me closer and closer. And now I think there's almost for everything, there's like for everyone, there's like a theme as in Emily's book, um, Hmm. You have like a common theme, and if you find that, then it's easier to make choices. So are you able to apply that theme to your business or your entrepreneurial pursuits, like an identity? Yeah, yeah. And for me, that's like uh, doing business online. I really like uh, talking about it, thinking about it, helping people online. But also there I discovered there's a lot of how to do this in a big way mainly. And I recently discovered, actually, I think it was last week or the week before that I really prefer small and not uh, big and lots of people. And uh, mm. so it feels like every time I get a little bit closer to who I really am and uh, what works best for me. Yeah, that's yeah. good. So how do you structure your, well, actually, I should ask, do you have, would you say you have like one business or is, do you have multiple businesses and side hustles and stuff like that? <laughs> well, I had multiple businesses. Uh, yeah. I'm now back to one, but I have a, a part-time job next to it in a, in a school. Okay. So I think I always do like two or three things, but I'm trying more and more to find a way to incorporate everything I like to do in 
one business because it feels feels easier for me than uh, running multiple things yeah right is it possible are you able to do like an elevator pitch type thing you know when people say well what do you do or what's your business like what would you say to them currently (laughs) this changes a lot (laughs) i think that's the multi-potential item me but uh, currently i would say uh, i help coaches set up their small scale authentic personal online business okay maybe online groups training not right. sure about that well that's good that's pretty succinct i would say yeah but it, it, this is like now <laughs> ask me again in two months it might be very <laughs> different <laughs> but you could take uh, that's something that's in a good way is open to a lot of interpretation i think because you know who's a coach i would imagine you could work with any kind of coach yeah i could know? even work with uh, trainers or uh, it's like solopreneurs who have people they help make a transformation so but yeah, yeah. coaches is it, it gets long if you have like 15 uh, different words for it so i say mainly coaches but actually it is everyone who is a person yeah is a solopreneur and wants to go online with their business and wants yeah. to help groups of people yeah, it's interesting. You know, I've learned that, like, I mean, you can target. You you can have like your target kind of niche and audience, and and that's okay. But that doesn't mean you're restricted, of course, from working with anyone. And yeah. a lot of the work I've had in doing podcast production is most of it really is word of mouth and connections. And those people may have totally different topics because I try to find people in travel and tourism. But of course, you know, there could be people, coaches, a couple, and totally different things. The skills, though, the skills that from my end are largely the same. So regardless of what the client's focus and and business is, the fundamental skills are transferable, which would be the same case for you, it sounds like, in terms of helping people set up their business. Yeah. And that, and that's true. And sometimes, so that's also something I'm playing with. Do I, I use coaches because I have a lot of coaches in my online network. So mm. it, it makes it easy <laughs> for me. Yeah. So are you, do you do kind of maybe logistical, technical things, helping people design a website or set up payment structure and stuff like that? Or is it as much the messaging and the, the content planning, stuff like that? Well, for a long time, I did the technical part, but I stopped uh, liking that. And it's more the strategic part. So it can be uh, the, the uh, way you make money. So the pricing, it can be a little bit of the marketing, although I don't consider myself a marketeer, but having mm-hmm. seen so many websites and written so many books, uh, or read so many books. I have written no books at all, so <laughs> not even a wish of mine. Mm. Uh, talk to so many people, uh, different programs. I can help people when it's not, tell them, okay, here you're too much uh, on the, uh, not targeting your customer or mm-hmm. ideal customer. You're talking too much from yourself. So I can help them discover what's not really well, but I don't help them uh, get the right words because I, I'm not the, the person who likes to uh, find those words, but I can mm. help them in the right direction. So I really like to talk to someone and see what do you need now and w- what can I help you with. Okay. And that's why I go small scale because then you can keep it really personal. You don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's like a one-on-one kind of session or relationship. Do you ever do yeah. group sessions then or it's all one-on-one? It's mainly one-on-one, but I actually I'm now um, want to start a pilot with groups of three people. So I've worked with 
several people when I was working for someone else and could be even six. But for now, I'm trying to um, find three people to start my own pilot. So helping their create their own pilot. So if it's clear, I'm, mm. I'm running a pilot, helping coaches <laughs> create their own pilot. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, we all yeah. got to start somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And I like pilots. Um, the pilot method, I like it. It just mm. gives you... Uh, a relaxed way of doing things because you don't put the pressure too high on yourself uh, yeah. expecting too much. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, yeah, because it really helps us take action Yeah, in, you know, just starting the thing, which so many of us hesitate on. And, you know, you don't have to be perfect in, in any of that stuff. You just got to start. And yeah. I would have the best kind of plan you, you can and have some goals. But, like, you know, it's always about where you're going to be after that and, whatever it is, uh, six months, a year, or beyond from that, having taken the action right now on day one. Yeah. Hmm. And actually in Dutch, uh, on my Dutch website, my slogan is from thinking to doing, if you translate hmm. it literally, because um, uh, that's what I, that's what actually I do with a lot of people. I help them making a choice and just start something uh, yeah. and, and figuring out by doing do you find then perhaps what people are looking for more than anything is accountability that you give them that? Sometimes, but it's mainly possibilities, especially in the online world. You see a lot of people, they say, for example, start with writing an ebook. And of course, not everyone is, well, good or likes writing ebooks. Mm -hmm. But then they think, well, I have to write an ebook. So they get stuck. And then I like think, well, maybe you should. Uh, make a video, an audio, something else, go live instead of, uh, and I help them discover what feels easy to them and then they go and do it. Mm, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a key thing to find the platform, the medium that you enjoy. Yeah. You know, the podcast is a great example. To. Yeah. Because, you know, any of these things are big commitments, a lot of work. You have to enjoy doing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so people get unstuck because they stop thinking and start doing yeah, and that feels great too. It sounds like perhaps, do you have like ongoing clients or is it kind of project-based and then eventually they get to a point where they don't need you anymore? Well, actually, that's also a very interesting discovery because also in the online world to say, yeah, you have to create recurring income and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I have had some uh, clients who I had for like a longer period of time, but most of my clients were like once... And then maybe another time and sometimes not. So that's also something I'm playing with now. So like the, the, the pilot I'm running will be for seven weeks. So that feels like more or less in between. And the other thing I want to uh, is like a VIP day or a free session um, in, in like two weeks, something like that to uh, mm. just playing around. I, I have no idea yet where I'm going there, but I've discovered I have made a lot of assumptions what I should do for myself as well. And so now I'm trying to find what suits me best. Not sure yet. So you're letting go of some of those assumptions. I'm discovering I have made assumptions. I didn't know were assumptions, but yeah, <laughs> okay. I'm trying to let them go. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Where do you find your clients? And does most of this work that you do with them online or is it in person? I can do both. Uh, for now I'm focusing on online also because I have had my Dutch website for years. Mm -hmm. I actually have an English site 
or a possibility to suicide. So I've always had something on there. Um, but I, I've been for years in different international communities. Yeah. And actually, I never had the guts to say, well, take a look. This is my website. Uh, so now I'm, I've launched my uh, 0.1 version last week. <laughs> okay. Oh, cool. So I'm actually now thinking more international as well. So that's also why I say, I, like I do, that's why I go online more because then I could go international and it's a little bit difficult if I do it live. Right. Yeah. Great. What's the website? Uh, what's the URL? EstherBennett.com. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just my no- my name and then .com. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So that's can it. people like uh, book a call or fill out a form or something like that to get started? Yeah, I I have like a three-session intensive or, yeah, I I would call it a VIP day, but it's not in one day because international, that would uh, not be possible with the time differences. Mm. Uh, So I cut it up in three sessions and just uh, it's like a a one-hour breakthrough call. That's actually not on my website yet. (laughs) That's for the (laughs) 0.1 version. I've already, I have now a website coming soon. If you want a breakthrough session, uh, just email me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, it's really, uh, but it, for the first time, it feels like everything is coming together. So like the Dutch version is the same as the English version or will be the same. So that feels nice, actually. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. great. That's a great milestone. Where do you see yourself in your business then and say a year from now? <laughs> Oh, actually, I'm glad you say a year. A lot of people <laughs> ask five years and I'm like, no idea. A year oh, is all. It's, it's, I don't even know about in a year because what I discovered the last, since the beginning of this year, is that I was doing a lot of things because I thought I had to do them that way. Hmm. So like uh, four months ago, I would have said, well, I'm working with groups of six or seven people of six or seven people three times a year. That's what I said a couple of months ago. Mm. And now that feels so not what I want to do. <laughs> so <laughs> actually for now, I've tr- I'm trying just to think, oh, this sounds fun. And then I will go for it. And that's my plan for at least until the end of the year. I got stuck during this year because I was doing things uh, certain ways to get that business running the way I th- thought I should. And yeah. then I um, started disliking being an entrepreneur. That's also why I've, uh, I looked for a job, a part-time job. And now I figured, uh, actually, my slogan for this year is, I can see it on my screen, be bold and follow the fun. Okay. And um, the follow the fun part is what I'm going to do the most for the next couple of months. Oh, that's great. That's a yeah. good title for this episode. <laughs> So I think I, I made some bold moves, but maybe not the best bold moves. They were bold, but not the best ones. And now I'm focusing on follow the fun. Sure, sure. Well, that's part of being bold, I, I, I guess. If you yeah. think about definition as kind of taking chances or risks or taking the action. And yeah, I mean, maybe it won't work out, but you, you know, you're making bold decisions instead of the easy ones, I guess. Yeah, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you say you always considered yourself an entrepreneur? Was it something you're always interested in or is it a more recent thing? <laughs> That's actually, I, I never considered myself an entrepreneur even if after I started my own business. Hmm. But then I discovered I really like being an entrepreneur and also talking to entrepreneurs and being with entrepreneurs. 
Mm-hmm. Like the multipod, they're very open-minded and interested in a lot of things. Uh, that's what I like. But actually this year, of course, I lost the fun in being an entrepreneur. So then I was like, but my father, he was a musician and like started my company. I said, well, I have no entrepreneurs in my family, but he was really like the artist mm. and no entrepreneur at all. I still don't consider him an entrepreneur because he was not really making a business. He just wanted to make music. Mm. But I think I cannot see myself full-time working for an um, employer ever again. So I think I might be <laughs> might be more entrepreneur than uh, not. I think for a lot of us, it's being the lifestyle entrepreneur, both for ourselves and maybe for the people we work with, right? But it's not kind of... Uh, you know, your stereotypical entrepreneurs that are trying to make piles of money and hustle, hustle and be famous or whatever. Uh, for us, it's like, yeah, it's about how it fits around our lifestyle and whether yeah. that's flexibility, if, you know, family and other things, or uh, of course, having the time to do other things, other projects, or even other job. Like, do you feel then it's a good balance for you to do a quote unquote regular job part time, but uh, having that kind of structure along with the the more open-ended creative side of being an entrepreneur. Yeah, I think a long time that was something I was fighting I f- or I had felt like if you really want to be an entrepreneur, you go like full for your business. Mm. But changing my many interests and my eager to learn is a very good thing, but it's also more or less like a handicap. I have had several times that I had... Like, well, this is my offer. This is what I'm going to do. And actually, like two months later, I didn't feel it fitted at all anymore. So having developed myself, having seen other things. So this year I thought, well, if I find a job, I like enough to at least uh, put my time in, then it would give me some stability financially to uh, leave room for my uh, many yeah. changes I want to do in my business until I find maybe something, if I find something that will stick a little bit longer and therefore also have a more consistent income for, because now every time I change, yeah, you have to reinvent yeah. your clients, your, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So. Plus, do you have some hobbies or other things that you like doing too in your spare time? Yeah, I like reading a lot. That's more or less like business and pleasure is mixed in that. I play tennis. Uh, okay. In in the Netherlands, you, you play sports like as a child, as an adult. That's uh, very normal. So you don't have to uh, just work out or run. If you want to stay fit, you can do all kinds of sports. So I like doing that, but also hanging out with friends or my family or uh, mm-hmm. important to I find it important to have time to do that as well. Yeah, I think I, I like music. I'm now currently uh, trying to play some guitar, just uh, learning myself. I've played in orchestra. So making listening music, um, listening to podcasts, I can, can consider that a hobby because I do it quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Every day, at least one uh, podcast, I think. Yeah. Okay. So, well, that's uh, good. And, and tell us a bit about your podcast. I know it's in Dutch, but if yeah. anyone out there, of course, uh, understands Dutch, they're welcome to listen to it. But what's the uh, the gist of your your own <laughs> podcast? Well, that's, that's also, I, I don't even know what I've 
done. I started <laughs> in the January of 2021 and then I did it for several months, but I really didn't. I figured I had a lot of different things going on. So I wanted to make like an audio document of my life, but I didn't really like that concept. So I took that completely offline. I uh, deleted all the episodes and then I started again in October 2021. Hmm. And I think I've this summer I've made like season six. So, <laughs> and every season is like a, a change. <laughs> mm. So most episodes are about how you can yeah, make choices to do something. So options. Uh, this summer I made a podcast series about uh, creating a valuable lead magnet. If you like a freebie, if you're an entrepreneur, yeah. uh, I've done interviews where I help people create a breakthrough uh, just uh, by they got were stuck like making videos or uh, starting a podcast or mm. kind of different things. And I help them think what to do next or make it smaller. I think I've created episodes about masterminds because I really like the concept of masterminds. That's also why I'm going back to it now with uh, small groups. Uh, but a lot of it is about the getting into action so ways to stop thinking and start doing yeah is the main uh, message and actually now i'm on a break mm -hmm. because i figured i might me go more to creating a business starting a business or creating an online business to your existing business so i'm now looking at different i, I see myself as a business strategist so not a coach but more the strategic part so now I'm just looking at other people doing that and what kind of, what are they talking about? And is that something I would like to talk about to, to get, yeah, make it interesting for people who are, um, yeah, want to start a small scale online business. And because that's so fresh, I'm now just sitting it out a little while <laughs> yeah. to feel if I still am enthusiastic about that, like in two or three weeks, because <laughs> I can start a podcast and in five weeks, well, Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what happens a lot. But uh, it's also part of, I, I just now keep it online because that's also who I am. Sure. It's a great thing for your portfolio, you know, to have yeah. something like that. Uh, especially if it's like, well, it could be anything for sure. But if it's a smaller number of episodes, like five or a series of six or eight or something, and then that's it. And people understand that like is kind of that mini series type thing. So they're not expecting more. They're not sitting around waiting for more. Like they know that that's it. And you might do more in the future, but uh, it's a great, great thing to add to your website to just allow people to get to know you better. And, and you're right in their ears, of course, and you get yeah. more of that connection. So that's why we yeah. like doing this. Yeah. But I th think for now I, s I see that it's structured like that, but I didn't know that when I was starting the podcast. So mm -hmm. people have to figure it out for themselves or listen to <laughs> this one. And then maybe they know they can recognize it. And we can always do updates, you know, like, uh, you can, uh, we see it all the time. People throw a little five minute update. This is what I've been up to or yeah. whatever they're doing. So yeah, it's a very free flowing type of platform a medium, which is one of yeah. the things we like about it too. Well, hey, it's been great getting to know your story and uh, and what makes you tick and learning some about uh, entrepreneurship is very inspiring. Some good ideas to take uh, food for thought. So thanks for coming on the show yeah. and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you again. We'll definitely see you around the Pattyverse. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. It was really fun. Nice talk. Yeah. I really like uh, just 
yeah, taking taking where it goes, and mm -hmm. uh, so I like that concept. I'm I will uh, put it in my list and uh, listen to some <laughs> episodes, probably with some people I already know, and it's nice sure. to uh, get to know them better as well. Yeah, you'll recognize some names, I'm sure, uh, when you see the list of episodes. So. Yeah, definitely do that. If you're talking to anyone in Puttyverse, uh, feel free to recommend that they come on the show. And anybody listening, of course, like uh, we always love getting to know people, even if you're a brand new member or anything like that, you know, come on this show, tell us your story, what you're interested in. We can talk about a specific topic. We can just get to know you. And that's what this show here is for. So we love doing it. You can send me a message through the forum and uh, we'll go from there. But uh, yeah, Esther, it's really nice getting to know you and thanks for being here. Thank you for inviting me again and have a nice uh, day probably for you. Yes, cheers. <laughs> Thanks.